Welcome back to The Blitz on 91.3 FM at WBNY. We are here with a very special guest today, Evan Kazarzak, a former standout UB left tackle, had a couple stints with the Buffalo Bills uh, just a year ago. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. All right, so, you know, diving into things just to start off with, let's start at your high school level, right? You played at West Seneca East. You were a standout tackle there, obviously, just, you know, dominating. Uh, you had a lot of accomplishments uh, being first-team Class A, um, and there's, you know, there's plenty that we can list off. But can you just kind of take through your experience at high school football, transitioning to college football, where you played locally once again at UB? Um, yeah, I mean, first, playing at UB was awesome, being able to stay home. Um, playing for my family and have friends come and, vi- uh, and visit me too was it was a blessing. But uh, I think just staying like the whole process of going from high school to college, I think staying home made that easier. Um, and then just uh, you know the great success we had at UB, you know turning that program around and um, building all the friendships that I've made and with all my friends that I have now from there and. Um, I think it was just a great overall experience for me, and um, I'm glad I made the choice to stay home. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, I went to West Seneca West. You went to West Seneca East. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything, but, like, West <laughs> is best. You know, East is least. <laughs> so, I mean. Uh, if we're talking football, I think <laughs> I think what, you said you went to West Seneca East. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you probably went right around when I was in high school, mm-hmm. but you probably got your season ended a couple times by Sweet Home, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> that's yeah. that's my alma mater, uh, so yeah, he's gonna throw a little shade there. Like, um, I'm how, only kidding. How, I'm only kidding. <laughs> like, I actually don't know, but like, how did East do against West when you were in high school? Probably uh, they would destroy West Seneca West all the time because West Seneca <laughs> West, until maybe like when you were like a freshman or a sophomore, didn't start becoming good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my junior and senior year, we won those two games against West. I combined seventy to nothing. Jeez. Um, all I can say after is once once you were done playing um, high school football, we got Matt Myers and we won a state championship. Other than that, though, um, not too much success success against East uh, in football wise. But you know, let, let's take a you know quick transition like playing playing wise. How was the transition from high school to the collegiate level at D one football at UB? Mm-hmm. Um. I think the biggest thing for me personally was just the speed of the game. Um, you know, having that year off, that redshirt year, and really kind of adjusting to the speed, that was the biggest thing. Um, you know, like the strength-wise, you know, I got stronger, of course, but that wasn't the, my biggest, you know, weakness, I'd say, coming into college. It was just everything moved so much faster, and I was, you know, hesitating because, you know, you hesitate when you're playing football and – and you kind of get screwed. So you really got to adjust to that speed to move move fast, make decisions fast, and, you know, play well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think just the speed of the game, like I said, that was the biggest thing. And everything else just kind of, you know, as you're working, it just falls into place. So I'd say that's that was the biggest thing for me. Yeah, so another, you know, a quick transition, you know, making your way to the NFL. You did go undrafted in 2020 with mm-hmm. the Atlanta Falcons. But something that I find very interesting – when looking at tackles transitioning from the collegiate level to the NFL level, they kind of have you, you know, you know, stand on the line a little differently. Am I am I correct about that? Like, um, a little bit. I mean, I'd say it probably depends on the coach that you have, you know, because every coach is different. Um, there's certain things that 
you know, a lot of co- that coaches do the same, and certain things that coaches will have you do a little differently. Um, so, I mean, I think it depends on where you are, you know, what team you go to and what kind of schemes they do and just like I said, what, what the position coach specifically wants out of his guys. Yeah, so, like, you, you were undrafted in 2020. Can you mm-hmm. kind of take us through the process of being an undrafted player, especially, you know, in the COVID year? Um, I'd say the whole pro like before COVID started, you know, obviously got my pro day in thankfully before, you know, kind of everything shut down and that weekend sh- things, you know, kind of, kind of went down south from there. Um, but then after that, uh, you know, I actually, my parents, we started getting some gym equipment, um, cleaned out the garage a little bit. And that was kind of like my little training area until, you know, whenever, once I left for Atlanta, cause that's, you know, where I signed. Um, so I was just training in my garage every day. I would still run, you know, cause I was, you know, kind of, you know, COVID couldn't stop me from running around and whatnot, but, uh, and then everything was virtual too. Like the, you know, I would get calls from teams and I would have, you know, virtual meetings, um, either through, uh, like my laptop or something like that. Um, and then also like the whole off season program, you know, once I signed, you know, so the draft is in late April. I signed right after, and then immediately, you know, you start doing, you know, the the OTAs that they had during that year. It was um, definitely different for everyone because no one's ever gone through something like that. So everyone was kind of just learning on the fly and taking it day by day. But it was definitely a little tougher, I'd say, for guys, you know, undrafted guys, um, just because that in-person experience and learning is – really huge for everyone but then especially for our undrafted guys because you know obviously it's a little harder path for guys that don't get drafted um so i mean you just got you just had to put in a little bit more work you know study on your own a little bit more maybe ask for a little bit more individual meetings with uh one of the coaches um but yeah i mean everything was learned was virtual so it was that was a big adjustment because i've never done something like that before no one has um and then, you know, camp started and, you know, they expected you to, they expected you to, to come into camp like you went through a full OTA program in person and know, you know, know most of the offense by that point and be able to play and compete, so. Yeah, can you kind of just take us through the adversity of, you know, being on three teams like so early on in your career because you went from the Atlanta Falcons, which you originally signed with, you mm-hmm. know, being an undrafted free agent. Then you went to Minnesota, and then you ended up on the Washington football team. Can you just kind of take us through that, you know, with the adversity in the field of just, you know, just going from team to team to team, not knowing when your next one's going to be your next? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say the hardest part for me was, I think, last season. Um, so I got cut, obviously, after camp from Atlanta. Uh, got home, and, you know, I only had one workout that whole season with the Packers. And I think the biggest thing that's that off that uh camp with Atlanta was because there was no preseason game, so you know not getting that film um you know definitely hurt uh just because that's what you know all the teams look at you kind of like trying out for as you're trying out to make the team that signed you you're also trying out for the rest of the NFL because they'll look at that tape and <clears throat> if you do get cut they'll look at the tape and you know evaluate if they want you on the on the practice squad or whatnot so um you know that whole season not really having any you know 
I was kind of just doing nothing besides training. I was just kind of sitting at home and hoping something to come up. And then, you know, things got a little busy last around this time last year, just after the draft. Um, that's when Minnesota called my agent, and I came in for um, their rookie minicamp on like a tryout type basis. And uh, you know, I felt like I had a good rookie minicamp, and they signed me to their uh, training camp roster and spent there spent with a spent my time with Minnesota Vikings for training camp and then obviously was cut there um and then um after that I went from Minnesota got home for probably about a week not even and then Washington called um had went there for a workout got signed there for the first couple weeks of the season um and due to injuries um you know they had to let me go because I was the you know, I was most recently signed, and they needed receivers, so I needed needed uh, I was the kind of the person who got chopped there, and then you know the Bills luckily gave me a shot and spent a lot most of the season with them, which was awesome. Yeah, so let's take a quick dive into your 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 I would your small stint with the Bills right now. Um, they brought you in around the <coughs> midseason point last yep. year. Yeah. Um, they kept you for a couple weeks. Um, then they ended up releasing you mm -hmm. um can you kind of take us through the conversation of the callback and your your current situation with the bills now because obviously you're not under contract right now and just kind of everything that you have currently going on with the buffalo bills yeah well um so i got released it was right after the thanksgiving game um you know some guy i mean trey white trey trey white got hurt um so that was kind of you know my my demise there but i mean obviously you know, with Trey White getting hurt, that was awful. Um, and then, um, so I was probably I was probably off the Bills for about I want to say not even a month, maybe not. Yeah, not even because I so they released me end of like just after Thanksgiving. I was back before Christmas, and getting that call back, you know, they just they had some guys on the COVID list, you know, and you know, with obviously with COVID still being a thing, you know, you don't know what could happen, so. Um, they called me, came back, and was, you know, back, you know, I was only gone for a little bit, which was awesome, and, uh, you know, so I was there for the rest of the season, and, um, you know, was with the playoff run, all that, and then now, you know, they didn't bring me back right after the season, you know, I'm currently unsigned, but, uh, um, uh, hope, things are hopefully looking good, um, they had, uh, they, my agent's been a little bit of talks with them. They've kind of just said for right now, just looking to possibly be a um, post-draft uh, before OTA starts type sign. Um, so, I mean, if that happens, I'll be thrilled, you know, with them or with any team. Um, so that's kind of what it's looking like, looking like right now. Yeah, that's definitely awesome. Uh, Evan Tanner, you guys got any questions? Uh, yes. Yeah, so... I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the NFL, you've been teammates with a, a couple of uh, Buffalo Bulls that you were teammates with. I believe K.J. Osborne in Minnesota and then uh, Cam Lewis, obviously, on the Bills. So how cool is that to be able to, you know, play in college with these guys and then, you know, eventually you get to the NFL and you're on the teams with these guys as well. That's got to make things a, a little bit easier for you in that regard. Oh, oh. I, I'm just I'm just saying to get his mic closer just because oh. I can't hear him. Sorry, no, you're, um, you're good. <laughs> but it, it, go ahead and answer Tanner's question. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely being with KJ at first in Minnesota was it was pretty cool. It was like it was I was just like wow, like you know, there's guys from UB now in the league, and you know we're making 
you know, it's just I feel like it makes makes the whole you know University of Buffalo football program look look good when more guys get in the league. And you know, obviously we were friends in, at UB and kind of you know talking again and getting you know catching up with him was awesome. And uh, I mean, he had a great season too, which was mm-hmm. I could I saw that coming because the way he had a the way he performed in OTAs in camp, he was he was do, playing really well. Um, and then Cam, uh, he's been a great friend of mine too as well. And then you know, with him being in Buffalo, and I've been in Buffalo still, so we still we connect a little bit once in a while. And then you know, kind of being back on the same team again was awesome. And then also his locker was right by mine, so we would always talk every day and. <laughs> You know, kind of talk shit to each other. <laughs> Sorry for swearing. <laughs> Sorry for swearing. Um, and uh, you know, that would that would kind of yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's like definitely amazing that you you know you're able to you know share those moments not only in the collegiate level but in the NFL level as well. Um, you know, it's just that's just great though. Like that that definitely is just like something that not many NFL players get to experience. Um, but you know, going over you know, more on the Bills side of things. Like, who's the funniest player in the Buffalo Bills? <laughs> um, shoot. Uh, I don't even know. There's a, you know, there's a bunch of goofballs. Um, <laughs> I mean, everyone, everyone has their moments. Um, shoot. I'd say, I mean, I'd say like Lyman wise, uh, just cause that's who I hang out with the most. Um, I think, shoot, I'd say Tommy Doyle is pretty funny. <laughs> uh, and also another Mac product. So, me and him kind of connected a little bit, but he was pretty funny. Um, other than that, though, I mean, there's guys that have their moments, um, you know. But I think just out of the linemen, that was probably the, the funniest guy that I would say on the in the linemen group. Um, so yeah, Doyle rules. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Tommy Doyle, he caught that uh, touchdown in, in the wild card game against the New England Patriots, and just you know, witnessing that, yeah, I mean, that's got to f- feel great for you guys. Even if you're not the one catching the touchdowns, just to see those guys that don't get that opportunity that often, especially in a playoff game, that had to have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Once I saw, so I didn't know what play was called. I missed the play call. Um, but once I saw him start going out to the corner of the end zone, I saw the ball get thrown. I was. Right when I saw that happen, I was jumping up on the sideline, just like, oh, my God, this is going to happen. And once he caught it, I ran down the sideline, and, you know, we were all yelling, like, let's go. And, you know, it was, it was an awesome moment for him and for a everyone. Thick just, six, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> thick six. Thick it was six. awesome. I mean, just for, you know, like you said, whenever a big guy gets touched on, everyone loves it. So mm-hmm. it was – and then also against the Patriots, which made it even better. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, that game, that game was inspirational. That game was just amazing. Mm-hmm. How did you – okay, now – I, I have a question. So, well, I, I have a couple, but <laughs> you're an off, uh, obviously you're an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. How much do you bench? Because mm-hmm. obviously offensive linemen uh, usually are the ones that can just bench mm-hmm. a lot. How much can you bench? Um, Honestly, the last time, I mean, I'd say because I haven't, I mean, like maxing out wise, I haven't like maxed out in a while. Um, But I'd say comfortably I could probably do – you know, three seventy ish around there. Like, I know for sure I can get that. Um, just because, like I said, I haven't maxed out, and it's been a very long time for me. Um, but I, I mean, maybe I could, I could probably break four hundred. I want to say, like, for one rep max, which, you know, I feel like is pretty good. <laughs> That's probably three times my body weight. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, what 
what did you do to stay warm for that game? Like, I'm assuming they probably had big heaters mm-hmm. by the sidelines. What for the obviously I'm talking about the New England game. What like um what do you remember most about that game besides obviously the scoreboard? Um, I mean, like you said, it was freezing, and how I stayed warm. I mean, I just had I probably had about three to four layers on of you know upper and lower um attire. And then also, you know, the heaters are huge, you know, when it's cold out like that. And also, they had um, chicken broth and hot chocolate on the sideline. Hmm. So I would be pounding some of that on, you know, every every couple minutes or so. And uh, But that game in general, um, I think just the crowd, um, you know, that how loud it got in the stadium was awesome. Uh, you know, for me, I just, when that game first started, I, I just, you know, kind of looked around and was like, this is this is pretty crazy right now, and you know it was a surreal moment for me, and um, I'm sure for a lot of people. Uh, but yeah, that's probably what I remember most about that game specifically. Is that the uh, the coldest game you've ever been a part of? Because I'm sure you know playing in Buffalo for as long as you have, there's mm-hmm. you've been a part of some wild weather games. Is that the top of the list? Yeah, that's probably the coldest. I want to say I've been in some you know some snowy games, some super windy games at UB, but for cold, that's definitely got the that's the winner there. <laughs> now you've blocked. You've been the uh, just a, obviously you were first team All Mac in 2019 when you were with UB. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Was you you blocked for both Jarrett Patterson and um, Tyree Jackson? Ty, mm-hmm. uh, you know Ty, Tyree Jackson, and also for um, did you block for? Um, why am I drawing a blank on his name? I. I'll I'll get this name, but <laughs> what was it like? Uh, oh, Kevin Marks. There we go, mm-hmm. Kevin Marks. Yep. Who was the like the most like imp- fun athlete you were around with UB? Whether that's like on the field, like who was always your go-to guy with the Bulls? Um, definitely Tyree. Uh, we're really really good friends. Um, we actually lived with each other uh, at UB. And just, you know, while he was there, I mean, obviously he left a year early, um, and now he's playing tight end for the Eagles. But when him, when he was, you know, playing quarterback with for us at UB, it was, you know, he could make something out of nothing. You know, we'd one of us would miss a block pass protecting or something, and he would just make the dude miss and, you know, scramble out of the pocket and launch the ball downfield to, like, KJ or AJ or somebody. And, you know, a huge play would happen, which was – you know, it was awesome for us, you know, if we messed up, so it didn't make us feel as bad. But just just watching him, you know, just do wild things out there was like, wow, this guy's my teammate. <laughs> and he's about your size, too. Obviously, you got a couple pounds on him being an mm-hmm. old lineman, but he's, you know, 6'7", 250. So seeing a guy just run around like that and make the plays like he could, that's got to be like, Mm-hmm. My goodness, like, <laughs> yeah, guy's an alien. Yeah, he's a freak athlete, that's for sure. <laughs> what is it like watching Josh Allen close up? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'd say it's pretty similar to Tyree. Um, dude just runs, you know, he can make plays out of nothing. You know, when you think there's nothing there, um, he'll find something and it'll be like, what, what just happened? What did we just watch? And, like, some of the throws he makes, it's like, how is that possible? Um. But yeah, like I'd say, it's it reminds me of Tyree a little bit. Um, you know, obviously Josh Allen's probably it's definitely a step further. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it reminds me of Ty- he reminds me of Tyree. They're both you know super athletic, you know, just freaks. Can launch the ball so far downfield. 
um, and just can make plays when you don't think there's one there. So, yeah. Everyone talks about the arm with Josh Allen. He's got a gun. What, uh, in your memory, is the furthest you've seen him throw a ball? Um, I don't even remember. Uh, I'd say at least because practice, he would like warming up. He would just you know throw the ball, you know, just slowly get farther and farther. I want to say at least like fifty-ish yards. You know, kind of just just slinging it like it was nothing too. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he can definitely probably push 75 ish mm-hmm. at least so um because just watching him throw the ball like 50 yards like it was nothing it's like geez what the, like i can barely throw the ball 30 <laughs> and it's like this dude's doing it with ease mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no he's definitely something to watch at practice um mm-hmm. just hearing it from other bills players and you know hearing it from one that we have now here um speaking of other bills players during practice like we always hear Stefan Diggs is kind of like the life of the party. Mm-hmm. Like, like is that true? Like, he is the life of the party, you know, on the practice field? Yeah, he's definitely one of the guys that, you know, like I said, he has his moments where, you know, he just, you know, he's having fun out there um, during practice, you know, even in the locker room, whenever he's just always trying to lift guys up and have a good time. And, you know, I think it's for him, it's definitely not, you know, like full, like coming into the facility every day for him, it's not like a, like a job. He really like when you see him and he really treats it like this is like, you know, he's really having fun out there. And, um, you know, it's a game to him. You know, he obviously, obviously he does work. He puts in the work because, <clears throat> I mean, you can see it on the field during game days. But uh, I think that's the biggest thing with him. He just tries to have as much fun as he can to, to make it seem like it's not, you know, always, you know, the same thing every day. You know, you come in, do whatever, and go to practice, meetings, all that. But he tries to. You know, make it like it's you know a little something more than just just everyday just an everyday thing of you know having to come in and do all that. What has been your uh, favorite Buffalo Bills memory thus far? Um, I'd say that Patriots game. <laughs> just mm-hmm. for me, especially being a, a hometown Buffalo kid, beating the beating New England like that was awesome to see and be a part of. Um, I'd say that's definitely the top one. But, I mean, there's been so many, you know, every game's, you know, every game's cool. Every game is, every home game especially because you're, you know, I've dreamed to be on the sideline and be on the Bills my whole life. So every time I get to go out there and just be on the sideline on, you know, being on the Bills, it's like, you know, this is my dream. So, Yeah, a game that I kind of want to talk about, I know it kind of brings down, like, you know, haunted memories. <laughs> it is the Kansas City Chiefs game, mm-hmm. the divisional round game. <clears throat> Um, you were there, you were on the sideline, like, can you kind of just take us through, like, just the game in general, like, everything that was going back and forth, the shootout, but just those 13 seconds as, like, a, like a player's perspective? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was definitely very emotional, uh, you know, ups and downs of that game was, it'll take it, it'll, it'll take you for a, for a ride, you know, we were, you know, you score, you know, you're going, you know, you're going crazy on the sideline, everyone's, Everyone's, you know, screaming, having, you know, like, let's go, you know. And then, you know, they come back, score again. You're like, oh, shoot. Um, but then, you know, you realize you got Josh Allen and our our offense was, you know, clicking that game. Uh, and we score again. And, you know, again, we're all celebrating on the sideline. And, you know, you're just having hope, you know, that, you know, we're going to come out with the win. And, uh, you know, just obviously it didn't work out in our favor. Um so, I mean, after, you know, at the end of the game, everyone was kind of like, 
you know, I felt like the life just kind of got sucked out of everybody after that game. Um, just walking off the field, like feeling like we should have won that game. But you know, that's that's what sports. That's what happens in sports. You know, there's got to be a winner and there's got to be a loser, and you know, can't win them all, obviously. So just gotta just gotta roll with it. Yeah, that's definitely very interesting to hear from your perspective, you know, as someone who was on the sidelines as a player. Do you guys have any more questions? Yeah, first off, I can't imagine what, what it was like being on that sideline. I mean, I was flipping out watching that game, and I was just <laughs> in my grandparents' living room. So <laughs> actually being there and being a part of it and living that, even though it didn't uh, come out in your guys' favor, that's just got to that's incredible. But you guys are a resilient bunch, so mm-hmm. I that'll only be a fuel going forward. My next question, going back to you personally, is on the, uh, the Buffalo Bulls football roster, it has as you listed as a communication major, is that correct? Mm-hmm. So, yep. what do you? And I am a communication major myself. So, what do you plan on you do, using with that degree? You know, outside of football, how do you plan to use that? What's your uh, your goal outside of football? Um, I mean, honestly, right now I haven't really put much thought into that. Uh, that was kind of just you know I I picked it as you know my first major was business, but that I just couldn't do it with with football. I couldn't handle you know it was a little bit it was a little bit too too much for me to handle with football and that and so you know I had the my advisors you know kind of say you know communications is a little bit less workload to handle with that um you know I ended up actually liking a lot of the classes I took a lot of it was you know there was some interesting stuff but I haven't really thought about you know so far like a backup plan and what I'm going to do after you know you know whenever I do either you know I decide to call quits or hopefully if I play long enough and and able to have a long career and retire after you know five or so years, whatever it is. Um, I, I haven't really thought about it, thought about it really. Um, sorry, I, I just have, like, um, but what has been, like, who is, like, the one that you go to the most, like, if you want advice or, um, like, do, do you go to a certain coach or do you go to a player and, you know, just – Talk talk about what what can you do to do better to um, make your game better and be a, be with the Bills. Um, I'd say you know during while I was with you know during the season with the Bills, um, I'd say it was probably um, I probably talked to Dion uh, Dawkins the most. You know he. He'd come up and tell me, you know, you should work on this. And, you know, then I'd ask him, like, how did this look, you know, during when we're going through individual drills and stuff. Um, yeah, he was – but he was super open to helping me and, you know, giving me tips and all that, which was which is awesome. And he loved to, to be on a team where the, you know, the star star tackle, you know, is offering his advice on things. You know, it makes you feel good and makes you feel like, you know, you're wanted there. And then also that, you know, he cares about you and the people there care about you too. So, um I'd say mo- he was he was probably the one that I went to most though for advice um with the bills. That's that's awesome. It just seems like, you know, from the outside looking in, Dion's got like this infectious personality. You know, we call him the snowman and all that <laughs> and he just seems very vibrant, but that's cool to see that he's uh, you know, willing to uh go out of his way and, you know, help you like that. That's I wouldn't expect anything less given what I've seen from him on the outside, but uh my next question was in that offensive line room. I might uh, stir the pot a little bit here, cause some controversy. Who's the best dressed? Ooh. Um, shoot. Uh, I mean, I say. Uh, I mean, Dion always has some good, mm-hmm. good fits coming to the games. <laughs> uh, 
I think Cody Ford, you know, once in a while he'll he'll yeah. have some good some good outfits coming coming in. <laughs> um I mean, other than that, I mean, some guy, a lot of guys, I feel like just kind of dress low key. Um, you know, they'll have nice, nice uh, outfits on, but nothing too, um, you know, that pops out at you. Just you know, kind of simple, but it looks good. Um, but I think the first two, like I said, that come to mind are Dion and Cody Ford. What's 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 your go to fit going to the game? Um, usually just some jeans and like a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really dress up that much. I just because I like being comfortable more. If I don't gotta dress up, I'll just wear something that looks, you know, you know, look, you know. I feel like a jean, jeans and hoodie, you, know, you look good in it, but you're still comfy. So um, that's usually my go-to for game day. You guys, got anything else? Uh, we could think of a top three right here. Oh right yeah, off the, we, right off the forget, top. We always do top three with the guests that we have on. Right. Um, man, I'm trying to think of what we can do here. Okay, top three football stories. Very quick, brief. Um, first one I can, that just, I, um, let's see here. I broke my wrist, uh, junior year of high, junior year of high school. Um, pretty crazy story. I was playing, I was on scout team kick return <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. And, um, my, my, um, forearm ended up getting lodged in between, uh, like some other dude. And then some, so my hand was on a kid and then my, like elbow, some dude like ran into it, and my wrist just, you know, I looked at it and it was like not in the right place. So uh, that w- that's a pretty interesting story that I was on scout kick return for some reason. Uh, <laughs> what's another one? Um, uh, let's see here. Um, this is another injury, I guess. I broke my finger in a. Spring ball at UB my, what was it, my sophomore year? Yeah, I think my sophomore year. My right index finger, still a little, see the. Yeah, you can <laughs> see it there. Um, But, yeah, that got smashed in between two helmets. Um, and at first, I thought it was just, you know, sprained or whatever, and they ended up getting, getting my x-rays, and it was like the whole bone was just like, um, you know, just separated. So they end up having to just, um, you know, twist it back in place, I guess, and just buddy tape it up, and there was that. Uh, third one, mm, this one I don't know if I should say. I'll say it anyway. Um, it was summer, what uh, freshman year, summer I think, during summer workouts. Um, I went to a Zach Brown Band concert. Uh. I ended up cutting my hand um, at the concert, and I was freaking out for some reason that I would get my scholarship taken away because I cut my hand at a concert and I wasn't able to play. <laughs> I was, like, super dramatic and for some reason thought I would be done with football and all that was going to be gone because I cut my hand. And I don't know. I think a little bit of alcohol had that. Had, that, uh, had a reason for that. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. That, that's an interesting, good one there. All right, I want to say, you know, thank you for joining the show. It's definitely, you know, interesting to have the perspectives of a Bills player on um, and a former UB college player, and you know, just playing locally. And again, West is best, but you know, <laughs> we'll save that for another day. Hey, but, thank you for coming on, sir, and best of luck moving forward. We wish you nothing yeah, but the best. Yeah. Thank you thank for you. coming on. We really appreciate it. I re- we really do. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate you guys. Hopefully, me. we will see you back in a Buffalo Bills uniform. Definitely. You know, around. 
training camp time. Yeah. All right. Thank you for joining the show. We are going to a break. We will be back in just a few. <laughs> 